0: Welcome back to episode 25 of Ancient World Podcast. So, today we're going to talk about uh, another one of the cantos, the poems in the comedy from Dante. We have a few more episodes about the comedy, uh, just the highlights. Um, and we're picking out the stuff that is um, also most relevant for today and, and connects with us today the most. And um, there are, so this is the canto, the 22nd, and there are Especially two things. Uh, first, you have uh, a, a moment where, like, there's an incident there where there's an there's an enormous thunder, which makes them, the pilgrim Dante afraid. And then later, you find out that this is a part of the process of uh, uh, judgment and punishment of the corrupt church leaders at the time. So there's a little personal thing <laughs> that he puts into his work. Uh, and the other one is when he goes from the seventh to the eighth sphere and he looks down upon Earth. Uh, that's also a very special little moment in the whole book. Uh, but first, um, so this is the 22nd canto. The 21st one before ends in a little bit special way uh, because uh, he gets very scared. So he's then still in um, in the seventh sphere in Saturn. The, the sphere of the contemplatives, and towards the ending, you have the line: "Lines that, um, as he spoke these lads wor- last words, I saw more flames descending, whirling rung to rung, and they made and they grew lovelier with every whirl they made. Around this light they came to rest, and then, in one voice, all these lights let out a cry, the sound of which no one on earth has heard." nor could I hear their words for all the thunder. So this is, all the souls are coming together, and then suddenly they let out this enormous cry that makes him very scared. And then, so that's the end of the 22nd, 21st, which is a little bit of a more dramatic ending than most of the poems. And then when we start on the next one, Beatrice, his guide is comforting him first. And then we get the explanation, uh, which is then the the words it comes very quickly. She says to him, If you had heard the prayer within their shout, you now would know the vengeance yet to come, though you will witness it before you die. So what she's what she's saying is If you heard a prayer within their shout, so that is um, a prayer for the retribution against all the corrupt uh, church people, like the monks and the the leadership of the church. And there will come a vengeance for them. So what's a little bit interesting is that this is, is in some ways it's charming how the writer like Dante himself is so obsessed with the, the corruption in the church, and he's, he also, he writes the work when he's in exile, mostly in Ravenna, he was thrown out of Florence. So he he keeps repeating this, the themes of uh, corruption, bad people, the, the bad sides of, of human nature uh, that forced him out of his beloved hometown. Uh, and he puts this little incident there where the souls are, are praying for the retribution as kind of the most noisy and, and kind of scary, one of the most scary moments in paradise. So it's, even when he's describing like the divine love and all, all the, the great things, he can't help himself having one little swipe <laughs> at his contemporary people. So there's a, uh, a bit of humor in it. Um, so that's th- that part. And then they move from the seventh sphere up to the eighth, which is the fixed stars. And there's, another, there's a moment there which is um, uh, kind of puts a bigger perspective when he says, uh, So, yeah, and this is the fixed stars sphere. So he says, My vision traveled back through all the spheres, through seven heavens, and then I saw our globe. It made me smile. It looked so paltry there. So, my vision traveled back through all the spheres, through seven heavens, and then I saw our globe. It made me smile. It looked so paltry there. So, paltry means small, and significant, uh, not very impressive. Okay, so, um, this is both, it's a very visual moment, because you read through the book, and then suddenly, you, with the pilgrim's eyes, you just look down. <laughs> and then you see, like all the spheres and all the all the things you've read so far, you see it way down there, the Earth, like just floating in space. Um, and it make like it could make you connect to the writer, like and, and see this through the through his eyes. Um, and there's also a point there that this is a physical description of the the journey and the ascent in the book. There's also a larger point, how earthly life is becoming increasingly smaller for him because he he gets broader and broader spiritual and kind of religious understanding of everything, like life and the universe. so what concerns the earthly life is kind of visually uh, shrinking for him, and um, yeah this is also uh, a theme in many ancient world. Uh, philosophies and, and thinking and tradition in general. So, um, um, yeah, it was also one of our favorite moments in the whole book, just looking down at the, the globe, the Earth, which was written 700 years ago. So, um, And then the canto ends shortly after that with one little line, which is, is also symbolic and important. He says, then to the eyes of beauty my eyes turned. So just, then to the eyes of beauty my eyes turned. And this is that he now looks back at Beatrice, which is his love uh, and divine love and uh, spir- spiritual kind of paradise for him. So um, that's one of those uh, indications that now he kind of got into a new sphere, another level of this ascent and then. He put the earth life in perspective and looks back at love and what's what's to come. Uh, okay, so that's all for this one on uh, Kanto twenty second, And uh, thank you all for listening and hope you have a great day.